Welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. My mission is to help engineers develop their soft skills and break through the barriers of social anxiety to show up more boldly at work, create awesome friendships, improve their dating and relationships, and build lives that they love. Are you a perfectionist? Are you never really satisfied with the results that you get? Are you just never satisfied in general and always expect better and better out of yourself? Well, on today's episode, I want to address that. I want to get into how to overcome perfectionism. You might not think of yourself as a perfectionist. I didn't used to think of myself in that way. But when I started to look deeper and learn more about the topic, I found that I was really a raging perfectionist. <laughs> and ironically, I, the reason I didn't think of myself as a perfectionist was that I didn't think I was perfect. The definition of perfectionism, refusing to accept, accept any standard short of perfection, um, and now you might be thinking, see, I'm not a perfectionist because I don't always expect perfection. But what are you demanding of yourself? It might not be perfection. We often just demand that we be super unrealistically good or just the, demanding that we be better. In other words, we're always telling ourselves that wasn't good enough. And what would be good enough? Well, just better would be good enough. The problem is that this is a never-ending cycle. It's not that if you do better the next time, then you'll be satisfied. You'll just keep raising the bar such that you need to be 10% better or 20% better always, and you never actually hit the standard of what would be good enough for yourself in order to feel proud of yourself or in order to feel like you did a good job. And it can be scary to let go of this perfectionism. You might think, but if I don't drive myself to work harder and be better, I'll just be lazy and eat Doritos on the couch all day. And this is not the case. The idea of this is not to have zero standards or to expect nothing of yourself and then to just be completely responsibility-free and to never do anything. Tal Ben-Shahar, who is a Harvard positive psychologist, he wrote in his book, The Pursuit of Perfect, which is, where, which is where I learned a lot about perfectionism, and I would highly recommend this book. He talks about being an optimalist rather than a perfectionist. So a perfectionist ignores real limits. It ignores the limits of time and energy and our own human flaws and our own human abilities, Whereas an optimist recognizes that there are these limits and these constraints, and they say, okay, well, let me shoot for the best available approach that I can find within those boundaries. And an optimist is okay with mistakes, errors, and imperfection, and they recognize that those are just an unavoidable part on the way to getting things done. So a big difference is in how these these different ways of treating ourselves and how you feel. So a perfectionist will feel this crushing sense of lack of inferiority when they don't achieve what they set out to achieve. And the thing that they set out to achieve is entirely unrealistic. An optimalist does not feel 
this sense of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or I'm not loved when they're not achieving. They just, you know, set standards for themselves. They set an intention to do something. And if they don't get the thing done, that's okay. And this ends up actually being a much more effective way of approaching things. You end up actually getting better results if you're an optimist than if you are a perfectionist. So become aware of your own standards. What are your shoulds? What are you constantly telling yourself that you should or even must do? Write these out. For instance, I often feel like I should do nothing but productive things. I should be doing nothing but work, you know, work at my job or work on this side business or I tell myself that I should be better looking. I don't define what that would be. I just it should be better. I should be happier. I should feel better all the time. I should have a clean room always. I should be in good shape all the time. I should never look, you know, have any any amount of fat on me. Um, and just writing these down can show you how unrealistic they are and how we're creating pain for ourselves, emotional and psychological pain, when we have these standards and, you know, they might just be running in the background all the time and we're not living up to them and we're just beating ourselves up for them for not living up to these things bit by bit. So challenge these perfectionistic thoughts. Meditate on failure. I've brought this up in a variety of previous podcasts and videos, but negative visualization and thinking about what would happen if I do fail and really envisioning the scenario where you fail, envisioning that worst case scenario, allowing it to come up and feeling it will take the power of failure away. And you won't feel this, this crushing sense of you know, lack of self-worth if you do fail at something. No one who achieved great things had a smooth path of just 100% success and zero failures. Also, learn to be kind to yourself. This is what Tal Ben-Jahar calls the platinum rule from his book, Pursuit of Perfect. And he says, do not unto yourself what you would not do unto others. And we think of the golden rule, you know, don't treat treat others the way that you would like to be treated, but we often don't think of it in the inverse way. And we're often treating ourselves in a really negative way that we would not treat others in. Think of the way that you talk to yourself and then think of the way that you talk to a friend, a good friend. Would you, if your friend didn't live up to a particular standard of theirs or of yours, would you just berate that person? Would you have all this these negative words for them? Probably not. I hope not. And if that is if if that is the case, that's obviously something to look at in your own life. But I would guess that it's the case that you wouldn't treat somebody else that way. But are you treating yourself that way? Are you when you make mistakes? When you think of having some failure, do you have all this negative self-talk, all this inner criticism, as it relates to that thing? Look at that and see where, where you could be treating yourself better. And finally, take the actions that you are afraid of. So you might feel, I have to be perfect in this thing, so it's not worth going after, that, going after it. Question that and say, okay, I am going to go after that thing. 
and it may not be perfect. I may fail. That may be super scary and feel really rough to me. Well, I'm going to question that and I'm going to go in on it. I'm going to go after that thing and test how it goes. I'm going to see how it goes in the real world and see if it actually does end up horrible. And even if it does, I'm going to give it multiple tries and experiment in the real world with actually going for things. Because often we can build things up in our heads as it has to go perfect or I'm not okay. We can build things up in our heads as being uber scary and uber painful. And yet when we actually go and do them in real life, they end up going more smoothly than we expected. And we feel better in the process than we thought that we might. So that is today's episode on perfectionism. How are you being a perfectionist and how can you benefit from being an optimalist? How can you treat yourself better? How can you be more effective in the world by rather than having the expecting the highest standard of yourself and not allowing yourself to do any worse than that and beating yourself up when you do do worse or when when you aren't achieving the way that you'd like to be achieving? Taking that back a bit and just allowing yourself to be flawed and imperfect and human. Thank you for listening to this episode 16 of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. I hope that you're enjoying these. If you are, consider leaving a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. I would love to hear from you and get feedback on how I could be making this show better. I would love to hear your thoughts in general, and it would help get the show out there and get this in front of more people because I believe that engineers and people in general could benefit so much from uh, advice on how to improve their lives, on how to show up, on how to develop their soft skills, and I would greatly appreciate it if you would consider doing so, leaving a review on this podcast. Again, thank you for listening to the podcast, and I look forward to serving you again in future podcasts or videos. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. If you're interested in more, you can go to engineersoftskills.com to check out more videos, podcasts, articles, and to download a free PDF called The Ultimate Guide to Soft Skills. This is a 25-page ebook covering the best of what I've learned on how to level up your soft skills to improve your social life, dating life, and career. Again, thank you for listening.